Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The College Corner is headed to Oxford. Stop by their new location in the Oxford Commons off Sisk Avenue. They'll have 4,000 square feet of Rebel gear ready for your trip to the Grove. On your next trip to Oxford, stop by the College Corner or our other great locations in Ridgeland and Flowood. Hats, shirts, polos, pullovers, sweats, T-shirts. College Corner has it all. And as always, you can visit us online at collegecornerstore.com. That's collegecornerstore.com. The College Corner, where your game day apparel meets. Welcome in to the flagship on this Wednesday, November 1st. Can you believe it? 2023. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit. Been on Twitter. I write for the Ole Miss Spirit. OMSpirit.com. And a field of on three. And he's Ben Mensah Barstool. Hey, buddy. What's up? Uh, doing good, man. Just getting uh, adjusted to living in the great white north up here. Uh, I'm in Grand Rapids, Michigan today. Uh, it's going pretty well so far. Big adjustment. But, yeah, excited. Big Ole Miss week here with A&M coming in at 11. And, Actually, just booked before we taped this, I booked my flight to Atlanta for next Friday. So I'm going to Ole Miss, Georgia next weekend. So I'm super stoked. Let's go, man. I think I'm going to uh, Ole Miss, Georgia next weekend too. I think everybody's going to Ole Miss, Georgia next weekend because I was talking about this recently with a friend of mine, and I was thinking about the greatest games or the most significant games setting the stage uh, for Ole Miss, Georgia in Ole Miss history. And if Ole Miss beats Texas A&M next week in Athens – I mean, that has the potential to be bigger than 2014 Ole Miss Alabama, 2003 Ole Miss LSU. Pick your big game. I mean, that's right there amongst them, if not better than all of them. Yeah, but first, like you just said it, though. Got to get through Texas A&M first on Saturday. And, you know, this is a really interesting game, Ben, because, well, you know, I'm a big point spread Vegas guy. And, look, on the surface, definitely like Ole Miss. A&M's lost, what, like seven or eight straight SEC road games. Ole Miss is 19-2 and two in their last 21 at home under Lane. And you look at A&M's offense, they've been struggling bad all year. Uh, Ole Miss's defense is playing great under Pete Golding. I mean, you, you have a hard time finding a lot of points for the Aggies in this game. But Vegas, who, I, you know, I thought Ole Miss would be a five-and-a-half or six-point favorite, and it comes out at three. Mm-hmm. And when that stuff happens, it always weirds me out a little bit. Like, I'm – I'm a big, if it looks too good to be true, it is kind of thing. So I did a deeper dive on it. And I'm just like, you know, I posted on Twitter. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Why is Ole Miss only three here? And it has to, it's because of the front seven A&M and their deep line. And I think a lot of those power rankings have to do with how good A&M's recruiting rankings are. But, I mean, that's all I could come up with is that A&M's D line could be a problem for Ole Miss to block. And that made me think maybe I like under 53 and a half in this game. But having said all that, I still like Ole Miss. I'm just a little guarded because the line's a little lower than I thought. But, you know, I think Ole Miss is the better team. I, even with it being 11 a.m., I know people are a little concerned about that. It's going to be rocking, dude. Our fans are so pumped up right now. I don't think the atmosphere is going to even remotely be a bad thing. I think it's going to be slammed for this thing. And, you know, I think the Rebels should be ready to go. And then you obviously can see all the Lane and Jimbo stuff. Lane always uh, chirps a lot when it comes to A&M and Jimbo. 
uh, you can tell this game obviously matters to him. So I feel like Ole Miss is good. I feel pretty good about it. Uh, remember Ole Miss, what, they went like 27-17 or something like that two years ago and they had the pick six. Yeah. I feel like maybe we're looking at another game kind of like that. And, look, you know, you look at Ole Miss last few weeks, all of a sudden they're playing unders. This is defense that's carrying this thing. I mean, 33-7 over Vandy, 28-14 over Auburn, 27-20 over Arkansas, all way under the totals. And so I'm kind of maybe looking at under 53-and-a-half here. Is Ole Miss kind of a sneaky defensive team right now? Well, and the thing is, too, uh, it's definitely the sneaky defensive team because other than LSU, nobody scored. Third. When you look at this season for Ole Miss's defense, so the first half against Tulane was bad, and the LSU game was bad, but LSU's torching everybody. Other than that, the defense has been awesome the whole way. And, I mean, like I said, the Arkansas game, I know Arkansas's not as good, but holding them to 30-something yards rushing, you know, held Auburn to 14, then, you know, another – you know, great effort. I mean, last week, I know Vandy stinks, but only scored seven points in college football. Uh, I think the defense, Lane's talked a lot about it a lot, a lot but I, the defense has been the secret sauce here that's uh, got Ole Miss seven and one for sure. Well, that's the interesting thing because I was looking at, I was thinking the same thing as you about the line. When I did the morning after show on Sunday, right after Ole Miss beats Vanderbilt 33 to seven, I said they'll probably open as like a six and a half point favorite against Texas AM. It's going to be a slog. Of a game, probably Texas Stadium's really talented. Nothing's really changed in that way, but Vegas came out with a really weird line. And now I've been second guessing myself all week. I think Ole Miss is going to beat Texas AM. Ole Miss should beat Texas AM, should be favored, but we've we've all been kind of waiting for the last two years for Texas AM to look like the contender that Jimbo Fisher has paid and has preached his program to be, right? And because the talent is undeniable. And yet it never happens. But, of course, the threat of it is real. The threat of that is still there. And that's the only thing I can come up with, too. It's just like maybe it does happen this Saturday. But if Ole Miss plays, and it hasn't done it all year, if Ole Miss plays a complete game against Texas A&M, its first complete game of the year, Ole Miss will win that game. Ole Miss is better than pretty much everybody in the SEC sands, Alabama, and Georgia right now. Um, and has a case to be, you know, right there in the, in the discussion as it is, you know, uh, number 10 in the college football playoff ranking this week. Ole Miss is in that discussion, but Texas A&M, it, you know, the threat is always there, right? No, the threat's there, but their offensive line isn't very good. And I think Max Johnson, I've watched him play a lot from LSU to A&M. I feel like he, when you get some heat on him, he'll throw up his back foot. His ball's hanging in the air too long. I feel like he, you know, you can create a couple turnovers off him. And – I just hadn't been impressed. I mean, I watched AM's offense good this year. It's just not very good. I do have a lot of respect for their defensive line and that Edrin Cooper, that linebacker, is super good. But, you know, I think if AM's going to win, it has to be a grind out affair. And, I, you know, I think Ole Miss kind of wins another uglier game. How is the brick watch selling gone? Are we already 50 yet? Because we're, we're trying we're to get 50, the bar. We're around still. 30. We're at about 30, which I think is good. This is the hard part. So anybody DM me on uh, Twitter, Instagram. I need to post on Spirits Board and uh, be a little more accessible there. But, you know, we're at about 30. We're doing good. I know if we get to 40 or 45, we'll get to 50. This is the hard part. Uh, I sold – I got one more yesterday. I was happy about that. But, you know, the, the, the hardest part is getting to 30 to 40. There's no denying it. Um, but the tweet watches, uh, DM me, you know, Thousand of the Grove Collective. Let's get this done. We got to make it happen. If we get to 50, Mincy said it on the show a couple weeks ago, the Barstool College Football Show comes to the Grove next year. So we got to get it done. We got to figure out a way. And part of that is, and it's my fault, making you more accessible than the Old Miss Spirit, oldmissspirit.com and Fiddle on 3. If you sign up today for the Old Miss Spirit, uh, not just Mincy, any of you out there, you can sign up uh, for just $1, a single dollar for Texas A&M buildup. 
and Texas State in post-game. Basketball is ramping up. Baseball, we have a sit-down with Mike Bianco coming out on Thursday. Uh, just on Wednesday, this Wednesday, Zach Barry, our recruiting analyst, he broke the news about Al Pinkins' son committing to Ole Miss in basketball. He's a top-ranked pro- uh, prospect for 2025. So check out the Ole Miss Spirit, OleMissSpirit.com, and if you f- sign up today, you can get a sub for $1. So I want to make sure that Mincy, and I think your your sub name needs to be like straight up Mincy. And yeah, we, we can get this done. We have to get this. I yeah, mean, it's yeah. too close now. No, I think we're going to get it done, man. Uh, you know, it's just anytime you do sales stuff, you get the initial pop and then this is a little bit of a grind. But, you know, I'm still getting interest. Just big thing is y'all DM me at Stool Mincy on Twitter, Instagram. Let's get this thing done. I mean, I, I still feel very good about it, though. I think we'll get some Christmas buys, too. All right, when you looked at the first release of the college football playoff teams in the rankings, what stood out to you immediately? Oh, uh, well, I was happy Ole Miss got in at 10th, honestly, because that shows that, that, that Ole Miss is – when you look at the schedule, though, Ole Miss has played a pretty tough schedule. Uh, I think the fact that Ole Miss got in at 10 shows that the path is there if you can, you know, win you know, win, win the Georgia game uh, to maybe creep into the top four somehow. And so I, I thought that was exciting to me just that Ole Miss started at 10 because I think the path, it shows that pathway is there. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $129 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $249 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah, Ole Miss is 10th, the 10th overall strength of schedule. The top four is Ohio State, 15th strength of schedule. Georgia's second, 100th strength of schedule. Number three is Michigan, 112th strength of schedule. Then Florida State, Mincy's team, number four, 49th strength of schedule. Where do you think we end up here? Where do you think uh, the four teams end up being? Who'd they end up being? Florida State had a path that they went out undefeated and win the ACC, which I think they can do. We'll see. You never know, though. Then it's either Ohio State or Michigan, whoever wins the Big Ten. The SEC champion is going to get in, and I think Oregon or Washington gets the fourth spot. I don't. Th- my take is no Oklahoma, no, no Texas, no Big Twelve team gets in. Oklahoma is, may lose again this week to Oklahoma State. Texas dealing with Quinn Ewers injury, I think they'll lose again. So I think the Pac-12 champ, the SEC champ, Ohio State or Michigan and Florida State. So what's happening? And what's kind of interesting to me is. I was looking, I can't remember who had it, ESPN, F&P, whatever it might have been, almost an 8% chance of getting in. And the first response I got on Twitter, I think it was, was, hey, well, it was a great narrative, Ben. But 8% is actually a little bit better than I thought it was right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it sounded more hyperbolic until the college football playoff rankings come out and Ole Miss is 10th. And 8%, that, that's room to grow easily for Ole Miss. I mean, they're in an actually not bad place considering what's in front of them. Now, obviously, you need Alabama to lose twice twice in the regular season if you're trying to make it to, to Atlanta. So that's not particularly realistic. But what, what – uh, So I got a hypothetically – we got a situation here. So, I mean, this is funny because all, all Miss fans get to cheer for LSU now against Bama because we need Bama to lose. <laughs> uh, what happens if there's an Ole Miss, LSU, and Bama three-way seven and one tie? I've been trying to figure that out too. And somebody was telling me it comes down to strength the schedule and Ole Miss gets screwed because of Andy, but I don't know if that's true. Well, Alabama's got the eighth strength of schedule and Ole Miss is 10th. Yeah. And Ole Miss has Georgia still. And here's the thing if Ole Miss and Alabama both end up seven and one, Alabama still makes it to the SEC championship game. No, I get that. But what if LSU beats Bama? 
So Ole Miss beat LSU, LSU beats Bama, and Bama beat Ole Miss. They all beat each other. What is it? That's what. That's my hypothetical. Oh shit! You know what I'm saying? Because then they all have beaten each other. I still think Alabama goes okay. because of the strength of schedule. Okay, but okay. don't you want that to happen if you're Ole Miss? Because then you want Georgia to beat Bama, and now well, you also want LSU to beat Bama because Ole Miss beat LSU, and so that would be good for Ole Miss for sure. It's not crazy to say that Ole Miss has a playoff path, a real playoff path. I think the playoff path for Ole Miss almost involves not making Atlanta. It I does. think eleven and one and like losing the tiebreaker might be their best path. We're talking around it, and we don't want to say it, but it does. No, it I sounds think it, sacrilegious, Mincy. Yeah, but I think winning at Georgia when nobody's beaten them in three years on their home field is is a level of, you know, I think that win would carry so much weight, but. Yeah. Got to quit talking about that and beat Texas A&M on Saturday first because next week we can talk a hell of a lot more about this. Oh, my God. All right, fine, fine. You're right. You're right. He's putting it in perspective, Texas A&M first. Give me the scenario. Ole Miss beats Texas A&M if this happens. Ole Miss loses to Texas A&M if, God forbid, this happens. I think the whole thing is just taking care of the football because I think A&M – I just don't think A&M's offense is going to be able to do too much on Ole Miss's defense. I mean, I think maybe they could score 17, 20 points, but I don't see any more than that. I think Ole Miss's uh, A&M's offensive line is not that good. Matt, they've got some good receivers, but I think if A&M is going to win this game, their defensive line has to destroy Ole Miss's offensive line, and that's that's the only path I can see to them winning. Uh, and then Ole Miss has to turn the ball over. Um, but So I think if Ole Miss takes care of the football and plays good defense, they're going to win this game. Period. Where do you think Ole Miss ends up record-wise? Just put yourself ten and out two. Ten yeah. and two. I, thought I, I, I said once they got through Auburn, I said ten and two. Look, I'm not saying Ole Miss can't beat Georgia. They can. They play the game for a reason. It's just, you know, if this thing was in Oxford, I'd feel a lot better about it. It's just, I mean, oh, Georgia had lost three years, you know, damn. If this was in Oxford, you and I probably wouldn't be sober for three days. Yeah, if this was in Oxford, man. Yeah, but next year it is. I know Georgia's coming to Oxford next year. I know they hadn't announced the date yet, but that that'll be a scene. I'm hoping that's the Barstool College Football Show. That's what I was about to say. Make it the College Football Barstool Show, uh, because Ole Miss has sold 50 brick watches. And if you do buy one of these watches, this isn't just like a long term sales pitch here. If you buy one of these watches, a thousand of it goes to the Grove Collective. So effectively, you, I mean, whatever you would be giving to the Grove Collective, you, you're killing multiple birds with one stone here. So. Check it out right. if you haven't already. Um, all right. So before we, we get out of here, real quick, uh, who do you is Florida State still your favorite? I mean, is that still your pick? Yeah, you I think so, them? man. I really like them. I mean, I know that no one's really asserting themselves, but I, I think, you know, I, I think so. I, I like Jordan Travis, dual threat. I like their wide receivers, Keon Coleman, good running game. They got a lot of speed on defense. I, I think they're my favorite still. Does anybody want to win the Heisman? I think Jaden Daniels may win it on Saturday if he goes into Tuscaloosa and beats Alabama, and I think that's going to happen. I, I like LSU in that game. I do too. I think God. I just think LSU's offense is unstoppable, and I know their defense stinks, especially their secondary. But I think their D line is playing better since they rehired Pete Jenkins, the good D line coach, about a month ago. And I think I just think Milrow on for Bama is inconsistent. Like I think yeah they'll get some big touchdowns and stuff, but I think LSU can get a couple of stops. And I think a couple of stops is good enough to win like 41-34. That's something like that. I like the over in that game, too. Are you going to come around for some Ole Miss basketball? It starts next yeah, week. So, I got a good announcement on that. So, Chris actually hung out with Chris Beard the other day. Awesome, dude. Yeah, it's great. He was like, Mincy, when are you coming to a game? Well, I'm going to come to a 
game on December 2nd when Memphis played Ole Miss at 1 p.m. in the pavilion because I'm going to merge it. I'm running the St. Jude half marathon that morning in Memphis, and I'm going to come down to Oxford after and probably have very tired legs. But uh, I'm going to do a big Saturday. Uh, so I'm going to I'm going to do the St. Jude and go to Memphis Ole Miss in the pavilion. It's going to be fun. Oh, see, that's perfect. Because I'm think still like the Chicago thing's fun, but like I'm still going to travel and do. You know, y'all know how I like to live. Yeah. I mean, I try to do whatever I can and. I feel like this is set up really good for me to, you know, do a lot of, you know, midweek. We're going to bring Wake Up Mincy back here uh, sometime in the next few weeks, uh, Look, looking like early December. And, at, like, it's going to be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and I got it set up or I'm still going to be able to travel on weekends. Because so. I honestly believe even if Musa Cisse and Brandon Murray, they're such a big part of this um going into the year and they're waiting for NCAA waivers for one final year of eligibility. But even without them, Ole Miss, this team, Chris Beard, uh, I firmly believe is an NCAA tournament team. I still think they can be an NCAA tournament team. Do. It's gonna be harder. But I mean TJ Caldwell, a second year emergence for him, on and on. If you talk to Chris Beard, listen to a press conference, whatever it might be, when you come a- away from that, it's quite obvious to anyone that will listen, this is a different level of dude. So I went to a practice in August and they scrimmaged for like 20 minutes. And then right after scrimmage, you just sit them down and they're all on their chairs and he reviews the scrimmage tape. And it is a practice in August and he's just lighting them up. I mean, you could see the Bob Knight influence because he was a night assistant at Texas Tech, but he's an intense dude, but the players love him. You know, he I mean he goes hard on them, but they respect him, you know, and that's a that's a fine line you gotta walk. And I think he knows how to walk, you know, walk that. And that's that's not an easy thing to do where you can like coach them hard, but they respect it. And if they, you know, if you can have that level of trust, you can really get somewhere. He's a he's a monster, man. And Ole Miss basketball, the greatest accomplishment in history is going to the Sweet 16. And I believe Chris Beard can do that multiple times if he stays at Ole Miss. And uh he seems to have really settled in and is finding himself. So Ole Miss basketball, Ole Miss football, Ole Miss baseball. It's all happening, man, at the Ole Miss Spirit, OwnSpirit.com, yeah. and Fit of On Three. It's an exciting time, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to try to get it done by the end of the week. Mincy, I'm going to set you up an account, but my only request is this. When you go What's to the Ole Miss Spirit, every, every day I just need a Mincy update. Just tell me where you are. You know what I mean? Just drop just it on the Ole Spirit. I don't, I don't want to text you anymore. Just, like, post on my board. All right, I'm in, you know, Grand Rapids, Michigan today. You know, that's all I want. I want an update. Where is Mincy hanging? It's like a Where's Waldo, but it's yeah. a Where's Mincy. Yeah, where's Mincy? Where's Mincy today? He'll tell Where you. Where in the world? The like, yeah. At the Ole Miss Spirit, he'll tell you. OmSpirit.com and Fitbit on three. You're the man. Appreciate you, my friend. Yeah. Hi, Zoddy, man. Always good to come on here. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.